you're closer than you think. If you can just hold on a little while longer. If you can just keep the faith. If you can just keep believing God in spite of everything you see. I just want to let you know that you are closer than you think. Your breakthrough is right there. You may have been going through some of the hardest times in your life. Okay? Life may have thrown you a curveball. You might have be you might be going through a storm right now. You have never seen anything like this. You have never been in a storm like this. And I'm talking about a spiritual storm, okay? I'm not talking about a physical storm. I'm talking about a spiritual storm. I'm talking about all hell breaking loose in your life, okay? I'm talking about the enemy just hitting you from every corner that he could hit you in. He is just attacking you. He's attacking your finances. He's attacking your marriage. He's attacking your children. He's attacking your church. He's attacking your co-workers relationships. Okay. He's attacking the atmosphere of your job, the atmosphere of your house. Okay. Sometimes the enemy can have us so tied up that we can't see that our breakthrough is right there. It's right there. God said at the time that you are the lowest, at the time when you are the most broken, at the time when you have failed miserably, because you will fail, it is the inevitable, meaning that you just can't get around it. As a human being, you are going to fail. But I come to let you know that when you fail in God, that ain't nothing but a settled. That's a setup for God to bless you. Okay. God is getting ready to bless you. He, if, if you can just receive it in your spirit. Okay. If you can just purpose it in your mind, if you can just formulate it, if you can begin to formulate this in your mind and, and rationalize this into your thoughts, I want you to understand that your blessing is already here. Okay. Your breakthrough is already here. It's closer than you think. And at the time that it is at the time that you are the closest to your breakthrough, that's the time when all hell will break loose. That's the time when you feel like you just can't take it no more. That's the time when you feel like, Lord, if one more thing, I'm going to lose my mind. If you're at the point in your life right now where you feel like if one more thing happens to you, you are just going to lose it. If one more person calls you, you are just going to lose it. If you get one more report of bad news, you are literally going to lose it. Then I come to tell you that you are in the right place at the right time. And God also would have me to tell you that that sets the stage for your blessing. Okay. A lot of people, you know, because this is just human nature. We don't want to go through things because when we go through things, it's uncomfortable as a human being, we like to feel good. We like to feel ease. We like to feel no pressure. You know, we want to stay cool, calm and collective at all times. But God said, not so. When you come to God or when you begin to realize, just period, realize some things about life, you know that life is not all peaches and cream. It's not all roses and bubblegum. <laughs> OK, it's just not OK, but when you come to God, you can know that even in the midst of your trials, even in the midst of everything that you are going through in the midst of your storm. 
Okay, you can still have your joy. You can still have your peace. I'm talking about in God. Okay, you can be in the midst of a situation where it is so chaotic and you can be so at peace. People will begin to look at you and and some of them that can't even understand it spiritually may ask what's wrong with you. You know, why is such and such and such always so happy? What is, what, is, what is wrong with you? Can't you see what's going on? Can't you see we're in a crisis? Can't you see we're in a recession? What is wrong with you? That's the joy. That's that joy unspeakable that God gives you. And he tells us that this joy that I give you, he said, the world did not give it to you and the world can't take it away. Your enemies can't touch that joy. Now you can hand it over to the enemy. You can hand your joy over. You can hand your peace over, but it cannot be taken from you. See, that's what we have to realize about the enemy. Anytime as a, as children of God, this is what we have to realize about the enemy. Anytime he attacks us, anytime he comes at us in any type of way, shape or form, he's trespassing. He's trespassing. He's on God's property at that point. He's trespassing. And what happens when he begins to trespass? We have the authority to put him out. Did you hear what I said? I said when the enemy begins to attack us and come at us in any way, shape or form, he is trespassing. He is out of his jurisdiction. He is trespassing and he is on God's property. But see, the thing about God is what I had to realize, God gave me a revelation. God said, my people are waiting on me to come and do something that I've already given them the power to do. We praying and ask God to come and run the devil out of our house, come and run the devil out of our children, come and run the devil out of our church. God said, not so. I have already given you the power. Use the keys. I have given you the keys to the kingdom. Use the keys. We all have keys to our vehicles. Even the newer vehicles with the push to start, the key has to actually be in the car because there's a sensor. As we know, the key has to be in the car to start the car. You don't actually need the key to start the car, but the key has to be in the car in order for the car to start. So we know what those keys are for. Those keys are for, for us to turn on the vehicle, operate the vehicle, and get us to our des- destination, correct? But if we leave those keys in there on the kitchen table, or we leave them hanging on the wall, or we leave them in the bottom of our purse and we leave our purse at home, we leave those keys laying around and we go outside and sit in that car, we ain't going nowhere, <laughs> You're not going anywhere without your keys. You just you just won't. And if you go somewhere and you happen to leave your keys and you get out to your car, because this has happened to me a couple of times. I've been somewhere, you know, I would be at a particular job that I was working at at that time and a customer would leave their keys in the store. And, um, you know, I had a person ask me once, they like, why? Why don't you run after them and and give them their keys? Why? I'm like. They ain't about to get, they is not about to get far without their keys. Like, oh, trust and believe (laughs) they're coming back in here. If they left their keys, they're coming back in here because they're not going to get that far without their keys. It's it's not going to happen. So if these are their car keys, you can best believe they're coming back because you can't do anything without them. 
So if we have a, enough earthly knowledge to know that about physical car keys, then why can't we have enough spiritual knowledge to know how much of a necessity our spiritual keys are to us? Okay. There are some things that are locked up in this earth realm that God has in store for, for us. And we're waiting. This is what we're doing. We're praying and we're waiting. We're praying and asking God to come and unlock these things and give them to us. And we are praying and we are asking him. And then we'll tell people, well, I'm just waiting on God to come and do this for me. I'm waiting on God to give me this. or I'm waiting on God to bless me with this and bless me with that. This is that is the equivalent. Understand me now. Hear me well, because I want this to sink in and resonate. As Country Wayne said, I want it to sizzle in your spirit. OK. <laughs> saying that, saying that you're waiting on God to come and give you that thing that's locked up. That is the equivalent to leaving your keys, leaving your physical car keys on your kitchen table and going outside and sitting in your car and saying, well, I'm just waiting on God to start this car so I can get to work. I'm just waiting on God to start this car so I can get to my destination. Even though my keys are sitting right there. Oh, where, where are your keys? Oh, they in there on the kitchen table. Oh, what you doing? I'm just sitting here waiting on God. Sounds crazy, right? Well, that's the equivalent. That is the physical equivalent to this spiritual comparison that I'm trying to get y'all to see. It's the same thing. That's the way God revealed it to me. I had a revelation and I want to I want to reveal it to you guys the same way cuz we have to understand how absurd that really sounds. When you talk about how you're waiting for God to Now there are certain things that you do have to wait for God, okay? Don't don't mix up what I'm trying to the message that I'm trying to convey to you guys. There are certain situations where you do have to wait for God. Okay. This is why the, this is the importance of having a personal relationship with him. Okay. Because you know what God has spoken to you. You only know that if you have a personal relationship with him, there are some things that God makes us wait for because he feels he knows in his infinite wisdom. He knows that we're not ready for those things. We are not spiritually mature enough to receive those things so he will withhold them and in in because he withholds them we have to wait for them okay so there are certain situations where we do have to wait but in the event where there is something that's locked up in the earth realm spiritually physically whatever that you are praying and asking god for god said behold i give you the keys to the kingdom he said, whatsoever you bind on earth, I'll bind it in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth, I'll loose it in heaven. I've given you the keys. Get your keys. Go start your car. Go get your stuff. Go do what I told you to do. You got the authority. You got permission from God. Okay. Get your spiritual keys. How do you get your spiritual keys? By getting into prayer. Okay. Reading the word of God. Get your knowledge up on the word of God. Okay. That is your weapon. That is your sword of the spirit. The word of God is what you fight with. That's the only thing that the enemy recognizes. He doesn't recognize anything else. He doesn't recognize anything else. You got to fight him with the word of God and you got to fight him in prayer on your knees. 
That's the only thing that he recognizes. But guys, you got to understand that your breakthrough is right there. Your breakthrough is right there. Okay. You are closer than you think. Get your keys. Get your spiritual keys. Go and unlock that thing. Okay. Go and overtake that territory that God has already given you the permission to go and overtake. Don't let the movement pass you by. God is moving in this season. Don't let this movement pass you by. Don't you be sitting inside looking out the window at everybody else that God is blessing. You need to get in on this movement too. Some of y'all that's listening to this podcast, wherever you're at right now, you just need to begin to tell God, Lord, whatever, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. Some of us need to just, we need to lose our pride and just begin to cry out to God. Okay. Cause I have learned with God, baby, you can't be cute. You got to get ugly for God, okay? You got to cry so. Sometimes you cry so, you got to snatch them lashes off. Sometimes you done wiped your face so, you done wiped all your eyebrows off. Your eyebrows gone, your lashes gone, you bare face, but you just laid out before God. And God move on your soul till you you just, you just lose it. You just lose it. You might lose a, but you might praise him so, you lose a bundle or two. <laughs> but sometimes that's what it takes. God is looking for somebody that's willing to get ugly for him. Are you willing to get ugly for God? Because that's what it's going to take. Sometimes that's what it takes for to, in order to get your breakthrough. Your breakthrough is right there. It's right there. You're closer than you think. It's right there. But God said, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Are you willing to get ugly for it? <laughs> are you willing to show others that you are not ashamed of God for it? Are you willing to walk off and leave some things that you thought you loved for it? God wants to know how bad do you really want it? You are right at the edge of your breakthrough. You are closer than you think. Grab your keys. Grab your spiritual keys to the kingdom. Go and unlock everything that the enemy has stole from you and your family and has had locked up for years and years. Grab them spiritual keys and go and unlock that stuff and get your stuff. Okay, don't don't leave any of your stuff on the table. If God told you you can have it, you better go after it with everything in you. I don't care what anybody has to say. If God said you can have it, you know that it was God that said you can have it. Then you go after it. You pursue it. And I'm here to tell you that when you pursue it, you will recover all of it. Your breakthrough is closer than you think. You are right at the edge. Do not give up. Do not give in. It's all going to be worth it. I love you guys so much. Okay. And always remember, if you can see it in your mind, then you can hold it in your hand. With God, all things are possible. Again, I love you guys so much. And until next time, this has been another episode of Divine Destiny with LaToya.